So see, see if, to give the the listeners a, a, an idea, Brian. What would the obviously America is such a big place in, in Canada. So see if it was a European game, uh, a European game, maybe an eight o'clock kickoff in the Europa League. What would that entail for someone like yourself to actually get access to watch a game? What would it, what would you have to do in Orange County? So, uh, obviously, the time zones being f- yourselves here, the east coast of America and Canada is five hours behind, and then we on the west coast we are mm-hmm. a further three hours behind. So the European games for the likes of us in the west coast is right round about lunchtime. So. In the past, it's been fairly convenient on those mm. Thursday lunch times. Half to kind day. Of, yep. Yeah, or, or, or at least plan <laughs> your liquid lunch. <laughs> liquid lunch. Yeah. Um, at least plan your day around having a longer lunch period. Yep. You know, where you're going. Uh, myself and a few of the other guys in the Orange County Club, we'll maybe be out at jobs or projects that we're mm. managing or running. We know we're going there to watch the game, longer lunch, and we get back. And where does it? You watch it, Brian? As a particular facility. Um, we have a, an American Legion. Hall in Los Alamitos that have opened the doors to us. Sounds brilliant, doesn't it? So kind of like a you know like a Masonic Hall or yeah. another charitable type thing. Yeah. And they're just grateful for us Custom, to come yeah. in from time to time and get during the days there you know and, and especially with the early morning games nobody has mm. drinking to be fair. Yeah. But we try to use them as as kind of a centre for some of our social activities, getting together, meeting guys and things like that. So they've been very welcoming to us. So we're being there for a lunchtime game, um, which is a lot. A lot better than the morning games. Of course, mm-hmm. you know we could be at a game four in the morning. Yeah, because obviously, if it's a, if it's, the Sunday games would be a killer for yourselves, then Brian, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. like, so Aberdeen this weekend, twelve o'clock kickoff. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're up at depending where you're commuting from. You're up at three thirty, four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So that's a four. That's, that's like a four a.m. Just getting in. Yeah, yeah. For us, that's a four a.m., four thirty a.m. kickoff. Can I ask you know? a serious question? I oh, want a serious question. Are, are you straight through? Or are you getting out of bed? You do, oh, I know no, you're beyond, getting on a wee bit no, now, Brian, but what about the young team? Oh, I'm well beyond the straight through days. <laughs> um, the la- I think the last... Straight through? No, the last straight through I think we done was... Uh, we, we actually done a night out in Santa Monica a number of years ago. And um, Tommy Burns might actually still be... The manager? Manager at Celtic. And uh, one of the... Uh, was it oh, probably a successful night for you then K- if oh, aye, the oh, came in and we started singing the, the old uh, cheer up Tommy Burns song uh-huh. with one of the boys for the monkeys he actually walked into the king's head that night we were in drinking and he didn't know that the song had been adapted you know is that right it was, was kind of surreal it was surreal so we done that was the last uh, right through the night uh, event for the Orange County yeah. boys yeah yeah, I have to be honest with you. I came across Tommy Burns, what a tremendous individual he was. Obviously, oh. a, a staunch Celtic man, Absolutely. but he's a tremendous but a sound guy. individual. My, my yeah. next question to you, Brian. All right, we know that Nars always have a party at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. How big's this party going to be? Well, is, is it still going to go ahead, Brian? It's not going to go ahead uh, this summer. No, to twenty twenty one. We just had to cancel that a couple of weeks ago. Um, unfortunately. Well, we had uh, San Francisco was cancelled in yeah. 2020. Yeah. And the way the NASA cycle works, it's always two years out. Mm-hmm. So we kind of know where we're going two years in advance. So at the um, <clears throat> the San Francisco event, which should have happened in 2020, you'd have had somebody up bidding for 2022. So forward to 2021, it was all under contract already to go. And we just literally had to pull the plug, come in pull mutual the agreement. Yep. It just wasn't going to happen because... Mm-hmm. There's a couple of reasons why you, you guys know what goes into yeah. the actual weekend itself. It's yeah. it's months of work, yeah. and we're all doing this after work and voluntary time. So um, there's no way we could have got a guest list befitting 
of that type of end of season event put together in a four or five month period mm-hmm. because we're not going to get folks travelling from here if they've not got the vaccine, travel restrictions, things like mm-hmm. that. So it was just something that just had... You've had to hit on the head. Yeah. Big so Big our, our focus now turns to how we celebrate it as an association, sure. whether it's, you know, in our own ways, in our own geographic areas. Mm-hmm. Some of you will end up flooding back here, I'm sure. Um, so it's going to be a party like no other in various areas across the continent. Well, hopefully it's but going 20, to be a busy period. We've got the anniversary coming up. I see that being a big one. Yeah. And well, there should be... I wish I could reveal some details on that as uh, as we speak, but that is imminent. Massive. It will be announced imminently as to where that's going to be and how that's going to be rolled out. Well, see if you ever want to just fire one in at the end of the season, me and the big game's available, me big game. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm <laughs> like a ghost, I've not been abroad for a year, man. <laughs> could, could take your show on the road. Oh, can you imagine? Well, that, well, that, that's one of the things, Brian, that we're actually going to try and do. We're going to try and do live shows, try and interact with mm-hmm. people. Yep. Because I, I love the fact that you could actually sit in a group, maybe about 100 bodies, and then just but rattle off. Well, which, which, what's your problem? Is it, uh, is it recruitment? Is it, you know, how happy are we things? You know, are you happy with the clubs going? What do we need to do? How do we need to engage more with the, the NASA uh, organisation? Yeah, take the show on the road. That, that's what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because the, the whole, you know, I don't have to tell you guys, but the, the podcast products that are out there, they're growing leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. People are really enjoying them. People are embracing them. So to get something like that, as you say, on the road and something that is live or uh, engaging, the bigger mm-hmm. and broader crowd yeah. is tremendous. We we've often said um, the the reception that you get going to a NASA. Brian, I'll be honest with you, I was what thirty five when I first went over. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. No, yeah. no, that that makes yeah. sound surreal. I felt as if oh, you're a good Rangers man. You know what the score <laughs> yeah. is, right? Yeah. And then you go over to this convention. Uh, I was in Las Vegas uh, mm-hmm. the first year, which was. Surreal. I'll be honest with you, I was going to piss off home after right. a day and a half. I'm looking about and I've met a few of the boys and they're charged up and I'm thinking to myself, this is not for me. The, the, uh, this is not going to end well. No, no. And I thought to myself, this is, this is no, I don't gamble anymore. And anyway, it was, it was getting a wee bit overwhelming with me. And then we went and played the golf and, and then it just kind of took off and it kind of, I probably settled in a wee bit, but it was just an unbelievable kind of like fast track, non-stop full of Rangers. And, and what I found, I found astonishing was the different generations. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got guys at 75, their boy's 50, yep. his boy's 30, and you're seeing three generations of Rangers fans. And what I think's amazing is you get this old guy at 75 going, I need borrow wee man. <laughs> and, and then you get his boys going, hey, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. It, it's it's kind of just become this known, tremendous end-of-season party. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the, the tough years that we had in recent times, we still sold out every end-of-season event. It's tremendous. And it's kind of become a staple of a lot of the bears around the world, you know, good friends down in Orsa that come up for yeah. it. Uh, a couple of folks for the NASA organisations visited down to the Orsa events and stuff like that. So it's really grown from just a couple of nights in a social club and a game of golf mm-hmm. on a Saturday to being very... Um, fairly structured mm-hmm. I was going to say very structured but it, that gives it some quality as well I think of course. and um, everybody knows what to expect you know your question time your interaction yeah, you guys the former players it's a great three day it, it's tremendous and it's just we continue to try and make it better yeah. try and develop it yeah develop, develop it, take it, it forward. Make, make it you know make it really uh, professional mm-hmm. From from an amateur yeah. bunch of yes, guys yes, put it, and gals that put it together, you know. No, to be honest with you, the, the, the twice that I've been over there, that has been very much um, well organised. 
structured. Everything's been absolutely mm-hmm. immaculate. And the one thing that kind of becomes apparent is that the people talk about the Rangers family. Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about people from Australia coming on board. I get into a limousine to go to the golf. And I was I seen this guy. It was similar. It was like a silver fox. Mm-hmm. This guy's come into the, into the limousine. He's got the hair all sweat by it. And I'm going, so where is it you're from? And he went, Casamalt Wee Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was Donald no, McCorkin day. I didn't, I didn't, right. didn't realise, because I'm expecting the guy to be this big... Hoity toity guy yeah, from America yeah. and the limousine picking us up to go to the golf. Turns out he's Vicasimo. Well, we get close to uh, 40% or more participation for Flying the UK. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, or? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It becomes a, a staple Annual. in the calendar of a lot of bears. That's where they kick off their summer holiday or they use that as, well, that's the city I want to go and, I've always wanted to go and visit. It's somewhere that my wife's going to like to go as well. And, you know, it can be a family holiday. So. To listen to the full podcast, subscribe at 1010podcasts.com.